Welcome to Plant Medicine Transmissions with Javier Regueiro. In our last episode, I mentioned before a ceremony to actually contemplate uh, and feel whatever excess fear there may be in regards to the medicine we're about to ingest. And I feel that uh, a clarification is in order. As far as I'm concerned, uh, there are two different kinds of fears. One is a fear that is actually healthy. The fear that is oftentimes an intuition of coming danger. And therefore, it's a reasonable fear. The other kind of fear is that kind of fear that tends to stop us in our tracks, to actually prevent us from engaging with life. And it is this kind of fear that I was referring to most importantly. It is important to know the difference between these two kind of fears, even though they often feel the same, but their results is radically different. And it is also very important to know that fearlessness is not about absence of fear necessarily, but about a willingness to embrace our fears and to grow from them. It is also very important to know that as we approach this process, it is not expected of us as plant medicines have no expectations of us, it is important to show up as we are and uh, let go of our perfectionism and uh, our perceived need to be any which way. So an important thing as we enter this process is to see those masks, those attitudes, most importantly, the attitude of perfectionism, whatever that ideal may look for each one of us, to let go of those attitudes and to just come to ceremony, to the medicine as we are. If we give in to our perceived need to perform and to be, to behave in a certain way, then we are in an identity. We are in a bubble. And that bubble prevents the medicine from touching us as deeply as needed in order to receive the healing that we seek. When I first went to an ayahuasca retreat in the Peruvian Amazon jungle in 2004, my biggest fear was that probably during the process, all of my masks, all of my pretenses that I had built up over a lifetime in order to feel 
appreciated and loved by others, I was afraid that, that all of these masks would just fall and that all my companions would see me for who I actually was. Luckily for me, I found my traveling companions to be much more accepting of myself than I actually was at the time. And the experience was a wonderfully positive one because I realized that my fear of being seen for who I truly was was just that. It was simply a fear and nothing to be truly concerned about. It was only by meeting my fear, by showing up at this retreat, that I could actually discover the ludicrousness of my own fear. Whenever in my retreats, during a ceremony or even outside a ceremony, I perceive that someone is trying to put out a certain self-image or they're trying to perform. This is often in the case of ceremonies where people will start singing or doing things in order to attract other people's attention and call for other people's praise or acceptance. I always ask them to stop performing and to actually drop into that part of themselves that perceives that performance as necessary. This is why I invite people in my ceremonies to do nothing at all, to hold their space, mind their own business, and pay attention to their own inner landscape rather than looking outside themselves for validation or for acceptance. Of course, that such need to perform may arise is not in itself a bad thing. Actually, it's a wonderful thing because it points to this need for validation, this need for acceptance and love. However, all of these can only truly be found inside our own hearts and not outside ourselves. So when I speak about preparing before a ceremony, it is really about simply paying attention paying attention to our moods, to our thoughts, maybe resurfacing memories, maybe dreams that may point out to important themes that we are being called to explore in greater depth during the ceremony itself. Now, letting go during the ceremony proper can be probably be classified in two different kinds of letting go. The first one is letting go of whatever may come up, oftentimes reactions, of things that are not in alignment with 
the purpose of our being in that ceremony. Sometimes we find ourselves thinking about things that are really not that relevant during a ceremony. Or we find ourselves having petty reactions to other people's experience. And uh, in these cases, it's important to ask oneself, is focusing my mind, my thoughts, my time on these petty things really helpful? Or is this just a way to distract myself and not to go as deep as the medicine is probably wishing me to go? Sometimes it is challenging to know the difference between a petty reaction, a waste of our time, and something that may come up that is indeed even though it may sound uh, a little petty to begin with, something that is actually really important for us to start exploring. I'm going to share a story. Some years ago, I went with two friends to the ruins of Chokekirao, a two days walk from the closest village. And uh, soon enough, I found myself resenting one of my two traveling companions. I started judging him. I started feeling a little bit jealous of how much attention he was taking from our third party and spent the first day of our walk just... Uh, Mm, it was just rummaging in my, in my mind all the time. The next day, the same thing started happening again. And eventually I told myself, this is not a coincidence. This is actually a blessing, even though it's a blessing in disguise and a very mixed one. At first, I was being... I was feeling annoyed because I felt that my own reaction to this person was not why I was there, that it was actually taken away from my experience. But once I went deeper into it and started taking responsibility for my own reactions, then I could see that this was actually a very well-known theme of mine. So as we climbed the second day, I started taking more and more responsibility for my own feelings and reactions. So much so that on the third day, when we were at the ruins and drank San Pedro together, I made that whole scenario a theme for my intentions for that ceremony. The day at the ruins was a glorious one. I saw condors flying in the wild for the first time. It was a beautiful place and I had a beautiful connection with the essence of this planet, not just as a mother, but also as a lover. 
strangely enough, during the day, not much of this uh, reaction of mine in the previous couple of days really came up. However, in the evening after we had dinner and we all retired to our own tents, this story came up in a very big way. I was laying in my tent feeling once again abandoned or neglected by my mother and seeing, feeling envious of my younger brother for having my mother's attention more than I did. In that moment, I finally allow myself to cry, to cry over my own feelings of neglect and abandonment. It was a long cry, and at the same time, it was very liberating to finally honor these deeply repressed emotions that I had held in for so long and that I had covered up with a million different theories and judgments. I realized then that my own perception, belief of what motherhood, of what mother energy really is about was covered by my own personal story, by my own projecting onto my mother and my brother, the story of neglect and abandonment. So after finally having an emotional release through crying, I was also more aware of what I had been doing all my life, projecting this story. And in that moment, I felt that I had held on to this personal vision for long enough. Not only my own grief, my own sadness and anger, but also my own judgments, my own beliefs that I created as a result of that experience. I realized that this was a very small viewpoint and I decided to let it go, to just let it go. And in that moment, and in that space created by my letting go, finally the archetype, the energy of the mother as is became totally clear to me. I could finally see that mothers are extremely generous and caring to all of their children except that they will make sure that all of her children are cared for and that they all thrive, not just the best ones, not just the first one, but all of them. And therefore, the energy of the mother is focused primarily in taking care of those who are weakest. 
in that moment, I could see that in my childhood, the one who needed the most care was not me, but my brother. And at that point, I could finally honor and appreciate this mother energy, an energy that is not selective in a bad way that will simply make sure that all of our offspring can thrive. So what had started three days prior as a mild annoyance on my part against this traveling companion actually was no accident and led me to a very, very important healing, something that I had pursued for many years. So it's important to keep paying attention, kind, loving attention to our own reactions prior and during a ceremony and see for ourselves, particularly if what resurfaces is an old story, maybe dressed in different clothes with different characters, but portraying the same energy, the same dynamics. When we perceived that this story is resurfacing, no matter how annoying that story may be, it is most important for us to stop in our tracks and to go like, okay, an old story of mine is coming back to the surface and I am grateful to the medicine for bringing this up and with humility and patience continue this healing process of an issue of a wound that is clearly not completely healed and integrated. Many people approach plant medicines after having engaged for many years in all sorts of therapeutic modalities. And they may show up at my place and go like, oh no, my mother, my father, it's all done. I've done 20 years of therapy. And they are the first ones to be totally surprised when soon enough in one of the ceremonies, old themes that they felt were already being dealt with still need a little bit of contemplation, a little bit of exploration, and a lot of letting go. Now, this is not because all of their work prior to a retreat has been uh, useless. No, not at all. Quite the contrary. Every step along the way is equally important and oftentimes necessary. Otherwise, those steps would not even present themselves. However, the depth of the plant medicine experience is greatly supportive in looking at pieces of our own stories, of our own wounds that may have been skillfully hiding until then. So it is important 
to be humble about it and uh, to continue this process as willingly and as patiently as we can. Blessings. <laughs>